Welcome to another wonderful Friday with Speaking For Him. I'm Dan Van Zalen, and here's your host, Andrew Gominson. Hello, Dan. This is Andrew, and I'm very grateful to be with you. And today, we have another one of our movie reviews, and this is a movie that I've wanted to review for some time now. I, I really wanted to get to it when it was in the theaters, um, but I think it had a fairly limited release, um, and so I was not able to get to it in the theaters, but recently I noticed that it was on Netflix, so thanks to the power of streaming, I was able to watch it without leaving my home, which I'm grateful for. And, uh, Especially since this week's been rainy. I hope that it's still on Netflix when this episode is posted, and you can go there to watch it, um, but I'm pretty sure if it's not, you can uh, buy it on Amazon on on DVD or stream it on Amazon uh, for a rental fee. So I really believe that this one will be worth it, and we'll get into more of that. But first, Dan, can you give us our quote of the day? But of course. Whether you believe it or not, God's got you in the palm of his hand. All right, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that quote, um, which really uh, is kind of at the crux of the movie because this lady, uh, just to give a brief synopsis, is going through a really rough time with a spouse dying in the military and really feeling like God has turned his back on her. And so then she's kind of distancing herself from God because she's struggling to trust him. I think we've all been there to one degree or another. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that as we continue this review. But first, let's run the trailer for God Bless the Broken Road. Do you see all those empty seats around you? Those are missing brothers and sisters. Love calls us to bring them home. We miss you, Amber. We know you're still hurting. It's times like these, you really need to lean on your faith. I tried putting my faith in God. I don't understand why he would do that to us. If he wants me, he knows where to find me. Sunday school. That's my mustard seed. I don't know, honey. Some seeds just don't grow where we live. Mom, this one will. Wake up something. No grandchild of mine is going to be out on the streets. I've got this under control. Mom, Cody is a race co driver. I have not seen her that happy in a really long time. She's a great kid. Amber. I guess something he's been wanting to tell you. Sergeant Hill, he was the closest thing I ever had to a father. His faith gave him the courage to do the impossible. Lift your eyes, we're walking with angels. I'm really doing everything that I can. You know, sometimes less is more. Your faith is still there, Amber. Buried, but fighting us. I know this is a big step for you. I love you. I love you too. And if they are willing to turn to him, he will show them that nothing is impossible. Hey, 
And there you have the trailer for the movie God Bless the Broken Road. And I have to say that I was really uh, pleased with this movie. I felt like there was a depth of character um, to this movie that I didn't expect. Uh, so basically, we've already talked a little bit about the premise, but the the lady in the film, she uh, is really struggling with the fact that her husband passed away. And uh, she's also struggling with the fact that she wants to keep her house. Her house is the one thing that her husband gave her. And so holding on to that is an important uh, thing for her to do. And she's also estranged from her mother-in-law, which I think is partially because of they're both grieving and they both uh, don't understand the other one's grief. Mm-hmm. So um, as so- we go through these discussion points and these questions – We'll dig a little deeper into the individual aspects of the movie. So then, what are some of the positive things for this movie? Well, I really, I really like the fact that, um, there was different twists and turns that you didn't necessarily expect. Like there was a, a guy who, um, came to the town and he was a race car driver. Uh-huh. Um, he, he kept mentioning Coach Gibbs. And I know that Joe Gibbs, um, former uh, NFL head coach, has a NASCAR team. So I was just wondering if maybe it was an allusion to him. I don't know for sure because this was a fictional character. But they kept mentioning the coach and how he was basically sent to this um, small town and this race car guru to learn how to do better at racing. Because... Uh Part of the skill of racing is to execute these really difficult um, hairpin turns. And in order to do that, you have to kind of slow down and then um, wait until the exact moment to punch the accelerator. And he's like, part the coach is like, part of being successful going fast is knowing how to slow down. Mm-hmm. And so even that subplot had some good, I think, spiritual insight. And uh, so... Uh, I really liked that part of it, and I liked the the fact that the daughter was so positive and joy-filled even when her mom wasn't. Mm-hmm. Her mom always made sure she went to church, and she always wanted her mom to go back to church with her, but her mom didn't want to do it. And actually, her mom used to sing, and she was leading the choir when she found out that her husband died, and so then she stopped everything. Stop going to church, stop leading the choir, all that stuff. So it really affected her. Yep. So let's flip that around. What are the negatives to this movie? Well, I, I think, um, I think I would have liked to see more about why the, the, um, mother-in-law and, and daughter-in-law were at odds. I mean, I know the basics was because they were both grieving. But I would like to see a little bit more of that because I, I would think that they would want to rally around each other at a time like that. And then also it said nothing about her family. So I thought that was kind of an interesting oversight. Again, budgetary uh, constraints are real. So, uh-huh. um, so that's probably why. But those are some things I noticed. So then, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Who is your favorite character? Uh, I like the little girl. The little girl was, 
uh, just really cute. And she always said, little, you know, little kids always say what's on their mind. Yeah. And so this little girl was no uh, exception. And she would often ask her mom, like I said, she asked her mom why she wasn't going to church. She asked her mom why she couldn't race anymore because she got involved in a go, go-kart go club with yep. the race car driver. And then they saw the race car driver in a crash because he didn't slow down on the turn. And she said, you you can have nothing to do with racing. So she was afraid of losing her daughter yep. because of losing her husband. And so uh, just all that stuff uh, came through in that relationship between the the daughter and the mother to the point where there's a point later on in the movie where the daughter says she wants to go live with her grandma because she doesn't, because she thinks her mom doesn't like her anymore Uh because her mom's taking out a lot of her frustrations on the daughter. So, uh, it's, it's very, that, that I think is a very, uh, 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 very key part of the story. I like the fact that Jordan Sparks is in here. And of course she sings. So that's a plus. <laughs> I enjoyed watching her on American Idol. So it's kind of nice to see her in a role as part of the choir and also as an encouraging person in this, in this faith based film. So that was a good thing. All right. All right. So then who was your least favorite? I think my least favorite character was the mother-in-law because I, <laughs> because I didn't feel like she, um, was understanding what the daughter was going through. Now, of course, they both have their grief, but she had to understand that, hey, this is, you know, traumatizing. That, this is traumatizing. And, and there must have been some reason why the daughter-in-law didn't want to go to her with, um, what she was going through. Like, for instance, she ends up selling her engagement ring because she wants to make a payment on the house. And then she finds out from the mother-in-law later that it was a an heirloom ring that she gave her son that was her mother's ring. Oh, ouch. So then her mo- mother-in-law, as, when they're in the midst of reconciliation, buy, you know, buys back the ring and gives it to her and says, we need to save this for when your daughter is old enough to need it. So, uh, uh-huh. so I really think, uh, that is an important thing as well. So then what do you think is the biggest lesson to take away from this movie? I think the biggest lesson to take away from this movie is actually just be honest with your grief. I think one of the hardest things that we do is we try to hold it together. Um, and we think it's better to hold it together for, for people. And often it's not because they don't see the real struggle. Um, it's kind of like if, you know, I've had times and this is kind of loosely related, but I'll just throw it out, in, out here. I've had times when friends and family of mine will will say a couple like a year later or so that they had a miscarriage uh-huh. and nobody even knew they were pregnant now yep. that's their prerogative to do but i can't pray with you through your grief if i don't know about your grief so i think 
being honest with your grief is an important thing so then people can rally around you. And I think that the mother-in-law and the, the, the daughter-in-law should have done a better job of being honest with one another to say, hey, this is a situation where we both are struggling and this is why. You know, because uh-huh. she said in the movie, she's like, I lost a husband and I was so grief-stricken I couldn't handle it. But I didn't even think about the fact that you lost a son and here you are grieving and you're grieving at least as much as I am. And I needed to understand that. So, uh-huh. so then, how would you rate this film? One go-kart to five go-karts. I rate this film four go-karts. I really was looking, you know, you kind of look for the weak actor in a film like this. Uh-huh. And I heard that Ladanian Tomlinson, former Chargers running back, was going to be the pastor in the film. And I thought, well, they'll just give him a couple throwaway lines and he'll, he'll probably be really corny, but it's Ladanian Tomlinson. So some people are going to see it because his name's in the credits. Yep. But I actually thought that he did really, um, really well. And so I thought that, that the acting quality was really high quality. And so I'm giving it a solid four out of five and encouraging you to see it this weekend with your family if you can. Nice. So final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I just, um, wanted to say that, um, there's a lot of people, um, like Amber and her daughter that in the real world, her daughter's name is Bree. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that we're supporting our troops. You know, it's easy to post something on Facebook that says support the troops or I support the troops, but we need to support the ones um that come home and we need to support the families of the ones that don't come home. And as someone that has a lot of brothers in the military, this really hits home to me. So I hope that this encourages you to, um, like I said, be honest about your grief and then do your best to help other people through their own grief. And for me, a lot of times, helping people through their grief has been about just sitting and crying with them, not looking for answers. Yep. The last thing someone who's grieving um, wants to hear is, this is God's plan. Or, <laughs> or, not or are you still, are, I still remember when my youngest, when my younger brother died, that's, there was an old man that came to the um, funeral home from our church, and he put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, are you still rejoicing? Mm. And his point was that my brother John was in heaven, but it was not very well received. When I, when he first said that, I was like, what in the world are you even saying right now? I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking, Yeah. Um, because his intentions were good, but the timing of that was not that great. Yeah, so, you don't, you should probably shouldn't bring that up until like a month later. <laughs> so perhaps we should learn from Job's friends, at least the beginning of their story and be willing to just sit with people and grieve with them and mm-hmm. listen to them when need be. But I really appreciated this film and I hope that you'll enjoy it with your family this weekend, hopefully. And we need to support films like this so they'll continue to be made. And I gotta say, you know, every once in a while you'll hear about a film that that's made kind of based on a song and you don't know uh what to think how deep it's going to be um 
but this one actually turned out really well and they came up with a with a good story for the title. So I I wholeheartedly recommend it. Four four out of five go karts as has been mentioned. And so with that, I will say have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 